Welcome to Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast that's like hanging out at the video store. How are you, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. My name's DK. I am Chris, your other host. As I said, your name's Chris. I know. Listen, this is a weird off day for us. (laughs) This has been a hell of a week. Yeah, yeah. My brain is already on the beach. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. And I will be, you know. Toes in the sand and ass deep in tropical <laughs> drinks by this time when you hear this. So, so yes. Hello. Um, this is the podcast. What is it? This the we, we, we already said that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Listen, the first thing I want to do is give a shout out to the Five Day Reynolds podcast. Absolutely. Uh, for no particular reason other than I was just talking to Bones and we did a 90% match on a playlist <laughs> and now we're best friends. So... If you need Does that me, make us best friends? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so if you need me, I'll be doing karate in the garage with Bones. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you occasionally hear that uh, little chiming jingle. The tinkle of ice. The tinkle of ice. This this uh, podcast is for you, Bones, because we are drinking while we're doing this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's happening. So this is... Uh, what is this? What are we going to talk about today, Chris? Well, we're well, definitely going to finish Obi-Wan. we got to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi today. Yes. yes. Um, do you want to go over any of the other shows? I, I still have not been able to catch any more of Miss Marvel or The Boys yet. Okay. Because I've been so... i got to admit, I've been watching other things on my lunch break, um, which is usually I'm, when I get I'm to watch. I'm through episode four of The Boys. Okay. I, I have not got to see episode five yet. Okay. Um... I did see the newest uh, Ms. Marvel because I kind of just binged Disney while I was watching Obi-Wan. And, right. And then... Uh, You're already there. You might as well. I, exactly. So I got the time. I might as well do the crime. No. It, <laughs> How are you feeling about Ms. Marvel in general, though? Actually, like a good kid's it's show, not right? bad. I, I think it's it's... The way it is is more like... Almost like a Disney Channel right. show. Not necessarily a show. I would say, you know, those little, like three times a year kind of movies. Sure. The way it the way it's out. It's not bad. I mean, it's the character. You know, she's this super fan, you know, teen that's that gets superpowers. That's They've her. I mean that's that's her pretty much. Yeah. Though. Um damage control is in this latest episode. That's quite fun. A bit. That's really fun. Um they do throw they have thrown some significant changes into her backstory. Yeah. Um, one, the way her power manifests. I mean, right. that's we talked about odd. that last time. We talked about that last time. And two, like her possible origins. Mm. We haven't gotten very far, but, um, Jin are introduced. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I, I know a, 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 a few people that these are, that are from the Middle East, that Jin are their horror stories. Right. Exactly. They're, it's they're evil spirits. They're boogeyman. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... You know, I I know one of our, uh, I think somebody on our uh, Discord said something about that. Oh, so, I, I might have missed it, or I'm yeah, not remembering. I, yeah, or um, I, I've gone through a bunch of our stuff. And, <laughs> but yeah, that's like cool. I said, I'm brain dead. Yeah. So forgive me. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I mean, uh, I'm I'm taking it for what it is. You sure. know, I mean, is it on par with some of the other? Disney shows? No, I really don't think so. But is it really designed but it's for you not, and I? It's not designed no. for that to be that way. Yeah. 
So it's more designed for the actual character. Sure. The way it is, you know, for the most part. And it seems comics. like it's more of a kids-oriented show like in I said, general. It's a, I think it really is. It's like a tween, sure. you know, targeted kind of Marvel product. Fine with me. Let so, them have it. Jeez. I'm fine. Let them have it. <laughs> <sighs> I've been watching just so much Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. I always watch The Last Drive-In. He's on Shutter. Yeah, you know, we he, talked I, about that. Yeah, right? and I used to watch it when I was a kid, you know, uh, late nights in the 90s. But right. um, for whatever reason, I missed quite a few episodes here and there mm-hmm. over the last most recent seasons. Right. Maybe there were things that I had just watched and didn't want to rewatch. Like Stepfather was one of them. Right, right. Um, or the movie Housebound, which I just watched today. Yeah. But so I, you know, I just went started going through and watching a lot of the ones that I missed and I've just been in Joe Bob mode lately and I've just I've just been loving I, I watched Night of we the Living Dead each other about that yeah, yeah. The, yeah I, I so. watched the Night of the Living Dead one and I just it's so good and yeah. Sven Gulli was on there yeah <laughs> so cool yeah. so I, I've I've been in that kind of horror movie right. mode lately well that's good I mean there's there's a lot of new stuff that's coming on Shudder I mean Penn yes does. I want to watch Mad God but I haven't yes. had a chance yet yes it's only uh, been on there for a few days I was gonna say and it went uh, was it just this last weekend? That I think Monday. On? I think Monday? Monday came on. Okay. I, think. I wasn't sure if it was over the weekend mm-hmm. or Monday. But yeah, that uh, I'm looking forward to checking that out. And I know there's a lot of other stuff they've added. They've added some old school Animal Attack movies that yes. I've actually seen the ones that are they added, but I want to see them again. Right. One of them has, uh, if I remember correctly, Leslie Nielsen is the villain. Oh my gosh. And he's like shirtless through a lot of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, speaking of Leslie Nielsen, I there was some Three Stooges on today. This is just totally random, and I just I was watching the Three Stooges, uh, and remember he used to host the, I forget what they called it, but it was on like AMC or something, and right. he would host like he would show the Three Stooges shorts and talk about them right, or whatever, right, like right. the Stooge Academy or whatever it was called. I don't remember, but um, that was on TV randomly today. I was at work and there was a TV on, and the Stooges were on, and I thought about Leslie Nielsen, and uh, I don't know, I just love that guy. Yeah, the best. I, I don't know if I've ever laughed harder at any one actor. More times. Can you honestly think of someone who's made you laugh more than Leslie Nielsen? Ooh, I mean, it's tough. Because um, I know for a fact that I cannot. Maybe um, uh, Rowan Atkinson? Mr. Bean himself. Mr. Bean himself. I, I mean, you got, he's, in a, he's in there. I mean, yeah. he is one I of mean, the funniest people ever. Yeah. But I, for me, it's like Leslie Nielsen with a bullet. Yeah, uh, from a fired from a naked gun. It's I mean, it, <laughs> it's a close. I mean, he's a close. You know, Rowan is probably a close second. I, I think mean, hard to deny. He's yeah. very very funny. Yeah, or I mean the Pythons or something. Yeah, but, but I mean it's just Leslie Nielsen through Naked Gun and uh, the Dracula movie he's in is oh, one of my, my yeah. it's one of my favorite movies ever. Dead and Loving It. Yes, so good. Uh, so many things. Wrongfully accused. We were talking about the other day. Oh I, my god, I, I forgot about that movie. It's might people might not get it now because they don't remember the movie The Fugitive, right? But Wrongfully Accused is such a funny spoof movie. Yeah, like you don't even need. I mean, it would help to know about for right. The Fugitive, but uh, you don't even need them to, for it to be hilarious yeah. and just off the wall. <laughs> so good. So I didn't expect to talk about Leslie Nielsen tonight, but I, it, it just popped into my mind. But there's never a wrong time to talk about. No, no, no. He's the best. <laughs> So what, anything else you've been watching? Uh, I'm about done with this season of Taskmaster. It's been a great season. Yeah. I love that show. I got one episode left. I know the show ended like last week or the week before, but right. I'm, I'm, I was a little bit behind. Um, other well, than that. 
in our area, a lot of us have been behind on things to watch, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I did not have power for three, almost three and a half days. Yep, during that time, I didn't have internet for about two days. Yeah, right. Uh, so. we, we had trees and electric lines and everything else. It wasn't even a tornado. It was just no, some wind. Straight line winds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had a horrible problem. It's from some wind. Yeah. How stupid does that sound? <laughs> I know, right? Some wind. Eh, we had a little wind. There was a gust outside. <laughs> A little wind that snapped three light poles on my street. On your street. Yes. Within several, like within one block, right? Less than a block. Less than a block, like yeah. Three consecutive Unbelievable. Poles. Yeah. And it's so. crazy because that happened down my street as well with one right. of them, but I didn't lose power. The way things, and I know people are like, oh, this is so exciting. Oh, uh, yeah. I think where they your house this. is, you're like on with the hospital. I so, think you might be right, or at least the school, yeah. which is across the way. And right. I, I think, yeah, they, the school didn't lose it, neither did we. So, no. you know, we got lucky there. I, but I'm sure, you know, listeners want to know about know, right? this weather that happened last yes. week. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to get into Obi-Wan? Well, we got, there's a few other things. Oh, sure. Go ahead. <coughs> um, They announced that uh, Leah, and I'm going to butcher her name, I do it every time, uh, said Sado. no. Sado, I think. She Sado. She is joining the Dune Part Two. As as um who? Lady Lady Margot. Lady who is that? Is that uh that's not the princess. Who is that? Lady Lady Margot? Margot, yeah. Mm, I don't remember who that is. I'm trying I mean I don't I remember that character. That, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Dude, who that I is read too. that book recently. And I don't remember <laughs> that character. I, I, I'll admit I haven't read that in a while. I read so. it like last year. I remember you talking that yeah when this on movie the podcast came out, I'm like yeah. raving about how good Dune is yeah uh, I'll but look that character up. Did you, you know talking. that they're they're working on a spinoff, a TV show, right? Yes, yeah, they've been, that's been announced when the movie was the out. Sisterhood. Yes, is going to be which that'll be I think that'll be really interesting because yes. I think that's one set of characters that haven't been really really delved into. Yeah, it could I mean, be really always, interesting. They're always like hovering around the outside of every event in the Dune universe, but I don't think there's been anything that's really that comes to mind that just focuses on them. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, another little thing, um, in comic book news wise, Conan the Barbarian mm-hmm. is at a different publisher, Marvel Lost. Marvel Lost Conan. Conan. And it, uh, it's going to be published by Titan Comics. So that'll be kind of interesting. Okay, um, I have an update on Lady Margot. Okay. She is not a character you would remember. Okay. Um, let me read this to you. Okay. Lady Margot Fenring is a fictional character from the Dune universe created by Frank Herbert. She is featured in Her- Herbert's Dune 1965 and is a major character in the Prelude to Dune prequel trilogy 1999 to 2001 and the 2008 novel Paul of Dune by Brian Herbert and Kevin J. Anderson. Margot is the Bene Gesserit wife of Count Hasimir Fenring, a close friend of the Padishah Emperor Shaddam IV, but is loyal to the sisterhood. Uh, a character who, like, I don't even remember. I, I think maybe she's on the scenes at, at the, like, there's these, like, gladiatorial games. Right. Where um, one of the Harkonnens is a fighter. Right. The Sting character in the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think that's even in the original movie, let alone it's, like, barely in the books. Yeah. If I'm remembering that character correctly... She's just, she really is like a really side character. However, the fact that they're delving that deep is awesome to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'll need to brush up on my Lady Margot, but well, that and, is, that is I mean, awesome. That sounds like that she's going to be in that series. I remember her, and, and that makes sense because she is a Bene Gesserit and she, that's the sisterhood you're talking about. So right. that does make a lot of sense. Um, 
and if I remember her scene, if I'm again, if I'm thinking of the correct scene, it's a pivotal moment. Uh, it's a pivotal thing that happens, but she's only in really that one moment. Yeah. So, but that's cool that they got someone uh, so good for that. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm, I mean, I'm all in ready for more Dune. Right. Uh, I mean, she anytime. was she was great in as you know in uh, Death Stranding. I mean, I know it's a she's great a in Bond, game, but she's great in Bond. I mean, I would, that was my next one. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm a fan. She's really good. Oh yeah. Um. Another little thing which I thought was hilarious, and we shared it on our Discord, so get on the Discord. Uh, the meme of uh, Wanda from um, Multiverse of Madness. Just the, her face? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is how Sam Raimi wanted her to look the right. whole time. Yeah. Yes. I And I would, too. I mean, that's yeah. I would love to see that version. I mean, that happened so fast. Yeah. I mean, how can, unless you actually, like we did, stop it. Pause it, yeah. Pause it, you know. But but very Evil Dead looking. Yes. I love that. You know what? It reminds me of Night of the Demons. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. It yeah. looks just like Night of the Demons, kind of. Right. Um, which, I mean, probably an Evil Dead ripoff anyway. Well, and I bring that up because of the fact that you know, Doctor Strange too is now came on out Disney is now Plus. on Disney Plus. So watch it if you haven't. It's yeah. a fun time. I you know it got some. I think I don't want to say hate, but it, I did hear a little bit of uh, about that movie. I honestly expected more, I, and yeah. I think I just being the comic book fan and knowing that particular story, yeah. kind of where they were going into. But now I think you can start the process of just enjoying it for what it is, and, and I think so. And so I, I, I've seen I, it a I, couple I, times. I feel like so. I was going to say I feel like the next time you watch it, you'll probably enjoy it maybe a little bit more yeah. you know and then that's what my experience has been i mean i liked it the first time a lot but yeah. i'm so blinded by my Raimi love that it's right. like, you know there was really no way he could miss i mean with the movie itself i mean just as a movie separate no it's i mean it's it's a good movie yeah. i think but the fact that there was so much expectation and i mean so much kind of hype that this is kind of gonna tie everything like for the next few few uni- and, you know things look, together, and maybe it will. But we have and, no we have no vision for that right. at all. We we it's kind of feels aimless right now. I did just recently hear that that complaint has been heard by Marvel, and they kind of said, "Look, we do have a plan, and it, it is a, like a razor sharp edge that we're heading towards. So don't worry." Okay, so well, that, I mean, that assures me. Uh, Kevin Feige, said I will that. wait and see. I yeah. mean, I I'm I, I trust I, Kevin I love with this. Marvel. But they have swung and missed on a few things. Absolutely. And I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat that. Oh, and for sure. When they're doing something good, I will praise it. When they're doing something bad, I will pummel the shit out of them yeah, for it. Yeah, absolutely. Because there should be no reason. You know, that that's one of my big things. You have so much source material. No, you can put your own spin on it. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But you have so much history. If all you're doing is changing to rewrite history, not... Mm-hmm. Stay true to not necessarily the exact story that's going on, but if you're not staying true to the character that you have, sure, that's when I start getting a little pissed off. Sure. So I think that's reasonable. Um, let's see. Oh, well, another superhero that's in peril. Um, so let me get your opinion on what's going on with the whole Ezra Miller and Flash thing. I believe Ezra is. Is that confirmed that Ezra is no longer I, the I Flash? saw that yesterday. I mean, it, it seems like the only logical thing for them to do. Yeah. And look, if so Ezra, do you it think, sounds like Ezra has a lot of problems. Yeah. And so let's just get Ezra out of there right. and move along. That's all I got to say about well, it. Well, my big question with that is they'll go on with this movie. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this will, I mean, you can't put Michael Keaton in it and uh, make a big deal out of that uh-huh. and then say, we're not releasing it. We're it's coming out. It, you know, this, this movie you is coming. Uh, you can't army of the dead it the whole through the film. You, I guess you could. <laughs> or just obscure the face to where it's like, oh, it Flash runs really so fast. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of scenes that he's not running. So. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm, and you know, I, I, I never hated that portrayal of the Flash, but I know it's not the fan favorite. No. Um, even though it won fan favorite moment or whatever, that was so backwards that was, and wrong. That was what kinda, a joke. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, I, I, I think I, I have the... I think there's a chance I will enjoy the Flash movie. I'm not saying that. Um, I, you know, I'm just, what do you think they'll they'll do? Do you think they'll film a, no, 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 no. I mean, do you think they'll just like, you know, kind of like Batman and, and, and Bond, they'll just skip to the next story and no Why explanation. Why and just, it's, it's a different guy. His face is different. Or what do you think maybe? Oh, the speed force changed the way he looked. The, well, Some, or I mean, something multiverse, like that. you know, right. DC multiverse. Yes. You know, yeah. I something think, happens and you know do you think maybe at the end of this one truly film i'm still baffled that they're still trying to hang on to this snyder verse at all i the fact yeah. that they are is is con- confusing to me so i mean i would be surprised personally if they did stick with this for much longer anyway so the fact that it this already is already been basically that you know there's no right, possibility right. of another one i mean honestly in my doesn't mind, surprise me the only person really and people i will say people unless you completely change the story the only two people really in this dc universe actor wise i would do is henry cavill i could keep him i mean i could keep him and gal gadot i would fight for those two I would definitely fight for those two. I, I think mean, she's great as Wonder Woman. Oh, I know she's got the she's got the twinkle in her eyes. She's beautiful. She's the perfect. Oh, yeah. she's perfect. She's a great actor too. Yeah. I, she's really really good. Now I would I would I would be okay with the Jason Momoa. I mean they've got his new movie coming out. It's cool to the see second one. It's cool to see Aquaman be badass. Yeah, and Jason Momoa is undoubtedly badass. Yeah, so. That I would be sad to lose, I guess. Yeah. But I also don't love the Aquaman movie. No, and it, it's kind of campy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not even that I like campy things. It's just for whatever reason, I just I wasn't feeling well, it. But maybe I need to watch it again. It's campy in a way that does not fit with the rest of the universe. And maybe that was my issue. I don't. That's... I don't know. I watched it in a hotel room. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have had some drinks, but that should have improved <laughs> it. Should have improved it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, but no, I, I I just can't see there being any more Ezra Miller Flash anyway. Yeah. So it's like you know, let's just enjoy this movie if we can. Yeah. We'll review it when it comes out, and uh, you know, we'll just move on with our lives. And maybe it'll be maybe it'll be good. I hope it'll be good. Right. And uh, if not, let's just move along and uh, keep moving. You know. That's well, it. and I mean, if it gets to that, then you know, Henry Cavill can just become the new Bond. I mean, I'm, I'm very okay with that. <laughs> I am. I wasn't one of those people that was like out here rooting for it, but he's so endearing. He, I just I've, I've fallen in love with him. Uncle, just I, mean, I, just I know. Watch yeah, the man it's so uncle. good. So he's the perfect guy to do it, and and I would love he a return. Really is so much a combination of Sean Connery and Roger Moore. He's and I would love to see that exact thing on the screen. 
let him let the, let it be like the new Mission Impossible movies. Like let there be crazy stunts right. again. I want to see awesome real stunts. I mean, they've still been doing those. Yeah. No Time to Die had some incredible oh, stunts. Yeah. A couple things come to mind right off the bat. Right. Um. The the motorcycle stunts in the beginning. Oh, that was uh, awesome. Incredible. That's and it wasn't CG. It was <laughs> no, real. I know. It was a motorcycle. Uh, rider on that. So yeah. cool. Uh. And the 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 jeep in the woods and stuff like right. all that stuff is so cool. Let's let's continue with that and just come up with some incredible stunts. Give him some fun lines to say. Yeah. Let it be a fun movie. Like, it doesn't have to be dour. Right. Let the Daniel Craig movies be. Yeah. Because I love that take on Bond. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's it's a more, you know, quote-unquote grounded, realistic. Realistic. Grounded. He's, he's a blunt instrument, and he's not yeah. perfect, and he's whatever. Right. I would really love to see the untouchable Sean Connery slash Roger Moore combination come yeah. back, you know? I mean, I, I really think he can do that. So. I would love to see that. Put him in that tux. He's buff. Oh yeah! Come on, let him do some fighting. Give him that Walter well, just PPK. Look at the Mission Impossible movie that he was in. That's what I mean. That one scene, you know, of him and Cruz fighting in the bathroom he, alone. Yeah, I we, mean that's. We know he can do it. That would be fun for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm also open to tons of people. I still hear Idris Elba. I'm great with that, but I feel like he's too old. I, Maybe I'm I, wrong. I think he's too old. I don't know. No. I would, but but if look, listen, if they said, for now, we're just going to do one offs. And they wanted to give Idris one, like a single uh, mission. Don't you dare. No, no that would be incredible. No. Give Do one a year or one every two years or something and let it. I, wait, wait, hang on. Do you really want there to be this continuity? Because I don't. Bond does not need a continuing story. I don't want a James Bond visions. Oh, I do. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, God, no. Come on. If you want to do that, then you do stories of people that are in his universe. They, they've talked about that many times. Which I'm fine with. They were going to in the Brosnan era. They were going to spin off um, Halle Berry. She was going to get her own. She was going to get like a TV show and a movie, apparently. Yeah. But they didn't do it because I guess their, their reception wasn't great or something. I mean, start, start you know, doing the James Bond CIA version with... Uh, Felix. Felix. And, and let it be Jeffrey Wright. I don't care. I'm happy with that. That would be really cool. I like a prequel no, where he's just doing stuff. That would be awesome. Yeah. No, I, I have no like, preference mean, on... if you want to change it, make it or as Felix. I I, I, mean, I want him to be Bond. He's got the he's got what it takes to be Bond. If you ask I, me, you know we've got this new cue. Let you know it be a you know tech centric. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I'm fine with those kind of things. I think number one but, with a bullet, it needs to be a period movie. I think put Bond back in the I, '60s. Back in the '60s, and who is more perfect than that would be Henry Cavill. But I just wonder, and I don't know if people came here to hear me talk about James Bond, but. <laughs> I do wonder if the producers are so resistant to that because they feel like Bond has always been this modern thing. He's keeping with the times. He's such a modern idea. Well, that's what but they, in their minds, you I know was what I mean? going to say. Let's, They're always pushing the edge of like let's rewind on that nanotechnology yeah. and all this stuff, you know, whatever. Smart blood and smart cars and invisible cars and gadgets and stuff. Yeah. But I think they've maybe been scared to, to even think about going back in time like that. But I'm telling you... Well, that just that just proves to me that Hollywood is lazy. Because mm. if they can't go back, if they have to, well, it's just all modern, modern, modern. Prove me modern. wrong. I mean, I if hope they prove me wrong. you can't go back and do a story in a different time period and with that that type of, you know, aura to it, 
then you don't need to be doing that job. They need to. I mean, my personal opinion. They need to do it. I mean, and that goes with anything. That'd be the most. That'd be the way you could get me the most excited about a new James Bond movie. Would be to put it in a period of the sixties. Even 60s. do like fifties, sixties, right in between. Oh, that. that is the sweet spot. I know, but That's I'd love to I'm see saying. it progress. Like I'd love to see seventies and give him a crazy outfit. Come on. I want to know, like, it's called Austin Powers. Like Live and Let Die 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. What if they did that? <laughs> I want to see the turtleneck and the and the little bit of the flare bottom. That, yeah. that mostly happened with... Um, Roger. Uh, well, before Roger, it was... Uh, 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 you know, Lazenby. Uh, Lazenby yeah. He had the he had the most offensive, the puffy shirt and everything, and, and he, a, a kilt. Yeah, he had the most. I mean, not the kilts are offensive in any way, no. but uh, he had the craziest <laughs> outfits. You know, right. beyond a tuxedo is right. what I mean. Anyway, that's Bond talk. Yeah, anytime, anytime you want to do Bond talk, Here I'm right in Bond corner. Yes. Yeah. Um, another little uh, thing that um is being run through right now is they are progressing with a Cal Kestis Disney Plus series. And you know I'm on board. Sign me yeah. up. I need it. Give so, it to me. There's no reason to not have that. It's I mean, too perfect. I'll, I'll, you know, you know, I'll make Hopa. I, I would have thought that Cal was in this, in, in the Obi-Wan series, which we'll get to in a little bit. Sure. But, you it know. It was their perfect it, opportunity. It was perfect opportunity. Yeah. I mean, and, and well, those two words that you just said, perfect opportunity. Yes, I think that a f- is opportunity, a yeah. big going to be a, a big line through everything that. Yes. Now, did you finally get to something else off a little bit? Uh, did you finally get to see all of season four, part one of Stranger Things? Yes, I think we've already covered this. Okay, I, did. I wasn't sure last episode. We did so. cover it. Yeah. Okay, and I just just and we'll go over this at the end. Yes, but uh, no, and and again, if people miss that conversation, um, yeah. In general, I think it's uh, the best season since the first season. I'm I'm really loving the show. I can't wait for the second half. Uh, at this point, it, it truly is probably my favorite season of the show. Yeah, and I'm I'm loving it just so much. So yeah, I have nothing but good things to say. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's all there is to it. Oh, I'm right there with and you. And we talked about it more in depth last week right. or two weeks ago, but yeah, you know. Well, uh, but we have a little conversation at the end of this that we're yes, talking about. Yes, yes, so. yes, yes. Well, that'll come back around. Okay. All right. So let's get into the, the, the meat and potatoes of this episode. Okay. Obi-Wan, episode five and six. Okay. General thoughts first. I really didn't like episode five. I... I see what they were trying to do, and you know, we called it. I, we I, called it on the first episode. I called it on the first episode. We, we have yeah. audio recording of me saying, yeah. she's trying to kill Vader, right? Right. I'm, I'm and then several I, episodes and, and ago. And then my also, and my you, reply And you're totally to it, like, well, be... probably, yes. Uh, so, yeah, we, we this was no surprise to us in right. the slightest. Oh, by the way, it's a spoiler. Yeah. Um, we're going to be spoiling it, of course. Right. Mm. Uh, no, I, I, I understand, in theory, the story a lot of the the broad strokes are fine with me. I think I'll say that. If you look at it from far away, it looks fine. Yeah. If you start looking too close, it's a little lazy. It's a little... Um, the craftsmanship isn't quite what I would want from an Obi-Wan thing. You mean like the Ikea chair that he gets out of in episode six on a starship? I don't remember seeing an Ikea chair, but I believe Where you. Where it kind of, he gets out of the chair and it like flips up like a lawn chair. <laughs> Space chair? <laughs> that kind of thing is fine, whatever. Like Star Wars is full of that kind of crap. I don't care. But, um, I mean, there's trash I mean, cans with feet. I mean. Come on. 
put a freaking sandbag on a damn chair so it doesn't flip up when he stands That's up funny. off of it. Uh, oh, I didn't notice God. that. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't bother me. But no, I there were just some things that I thought. My main issue is that I just had a I had trouble connecting with the show in general. I had trouble getting invested. The character I was most invested in was Leia, um, who I thought did a great job. She maybe was a little too young for the role, but well, she did great. Let's be honest. This show should have not been called Obi Wan. It should have been The Adventures of Young Leia. Well, I mean, I could it, you know it was. It's hard to say. I I agree with you, but at the same time, you know, it is very much an Obi Wan thing. And executive producer Ewan McGregor. I mean, what are you going to do? So you know, I'm okay with that. I think that's pretty much in title only. But uh, you know, I, there was some stuff. Let, let me get this out of the way. Okay. My overall thoughts are, I do like the way it ended up. The last episode was an improvement, if you ask me, but it was not enough to change my overall opinion of the show, which is slightly lacking. I will rewatch it and find things to like about it. I promise I will. Yeah. I love all the time you get to spend on Alderaan. I mean, that was so much fun. Yeah. But the things Something that we never really got. Right. I mean, honestly, the things that puzzle me are the the, the, the frankly weird action sequences. The the direction seems like a little off. Too much shaky cam. Um, I noticed yeah. it, it was really bothering me, particularly in the final, in the final episode. Yeah. yeah. Too much shaky cam. It's like. If we couldn't come up with some better action, like maybe we need to go back to the well, drawing board. Well, you know the biggest reason why the shaky cam, right? No, I, I, I haven't heard anything. Because, one, one, To cover up me, bad effects. Exactly. That's it right there. That's why it's so dark and why you have the shaky cam, especially in scenes like that, is to cover up bad special well, effects. and to give you the illusion of, of action. I mean, I saw, I, get a comparison, that. I saw a comparison between the 1977 shot mm-hmm. of the Star Destroyer chasing Leia's ship. Yeah. And this new one. Yes. Chasing the shuttle. It looks like a video game cutscene. It does. I mean, how can you not I mean Listen, this isn't my that's not what I'm here to complain about. I can ignore some of these bad effects. Okay. It shouldn't be happening. But it seems like it's going through a lot. There and, and I felt like Mando feels more real. Yes. Mando felt much more yeah. practical. And honestly, from Boba Fett, from like basically the Mando episode on, it seemed like they kind of tweaked it a little better. Mm. Even Boba looked and felt more real. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, Obi-Wan feels like a lot of... Like, okay, the scene when Vader walks in and grabs that ship and keeps it from flying away looked oh so bad. It just looked bad. Well, and how many times, we talked about this before, how many times are they going to steal from the video games? Oh, yeah, that's a Force Unleashed. I well, mean, even before that, that was in the books in the 90s. That yeah, happened. I mean, you know, almost like half of the scenes in the show were taken from other product of video games that honestly had better special effects yeah i don't know it it, it didn't I look mean, great it didn't look great but i i liked it. again is you if you describe that scene to me i love it right vader grabs a ship and tears the hole apart to get at whoever's I'm inside at storyboards yeah I'm, hell, I'm, I'm thinking it. hell yeah but it's i think the whole thing of this show my biggest problem is execution mm-hmm. this show was not I, I've got a couple of actors that hey, listen, I think hang on. really that was also well. That was also a big problem with the Jedi. Yeah. Execution of Order 66. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. Well, apparently for the clone troopers, because there's a hell of a lot more Jedi than you expect in roaming around. Oh, yeah. They so, keep popping up. Yeah. But um, 
No, I meant, you know, I've got a handful of actors, and as we go, we'll talk about it, okay. that I thought really executed their, you know, their parts well. I think Ewan McGregor and, and the Obi-Wan, or and the Leia, I forget her name, Blair, something Blair. Yeah, I think so. I, I think remember. they were both excellent. I got no complaints about either one of them. I My only problem with the, the young Leia, she was cast too young. I agree. And acts too old. It's, her, it's strange whether, because she looks so young. Whether it's, whether, you know, you can say, oh, well, she's, you know, royalty, blah, 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 blah. Well, we just saw almost the same age at the uh, Queen's celebration, <laughs> the kids, and they ain't acting that way. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, whatever. I, 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 I just, get it. That I had, but the thing is, is in episode six, Luke acted his age. Yeah, Luke's just a dumb idiot playing in sand. Well, I mean, he's a kid, and, Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, well, exactly right. But even being of a you know something royal family kind of thing, mm-hmm. she's still going to be a kid. Yes, and I still cannot get over the chase scene where Flea is chasing her. The fact that you're saying that was, Flea is chasing Leia, I know Princess Leia, is <laughs> very strange. But I mean, you know, I just think I think this show lacked all around execution. I think certain people did their job well, mm-hmm. but I think overall it was a lack of execution, and it honestly was very disappointing to me because I had such one high expectations of the character because yep. Obi Wan is is right there on top, mm-hmm. and honestly with Deborah Chow because she did so well. Now is it that it was John and Dave? Or they is were it, pointing her in better positions. I could see that, or you maybe, know, or maybe because it's, we didn't have them on this at all. Yeah, or I mean, you know, I, we don't know anything about the behind the scenes yet. Maybe you know she wasn't given the, the time, the money that they had on on Mandalorian. We just don't know, right? And I would be interested to hear what exactly, right? You know what what happened. I now, just like I, I said, I think she's a better director than what she showed in this. And I don't. I want to be clear here. I'm not saying Obi-Wan is a complete failure. No. And I'm not saying I didn't like some of it. Yeah. There was a lot of it that I liked. It had moments. Yeah, there was plenty to, to enjoy in there. And I, like I said earlier, I'm sure I'll rewatch I it. I would honestly say five and six are probably my two favorite episodes of a less than stellar series. Yeah. Um, and I did, there was plenty to like. And I, again, I'm not out here crying and complaining and whining and no. I'm not going online and yelling at people. No. It's I just didn't love it. No. So this will not be one that I you know, am probably going to be rewatching all the time, right. but I will turn it on and try to enjoy it. It's yeah. just, you know, it just it didn't quite hit the marks I had set for it. And that's all. So, you know, better luck next time, I guess. Don't screw up any more uh, Obi-Wan stuff, right. please. Right. Now, I would say Joel Edgerton Probably oh. was the best actor on screen. And I will say that more than Ewan McGregor. He knows his character so well. And and, and the girl that played... Aunt Beru. Aunt Beru. Also excellent. And yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know her name, um, but she's also excellent. And they look they look like the characters. They act like the characters. Right. It's awesome to see Aunt Beru with the space shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Although, I'm, getting to, I'm beginning to realize that shooting a blaster that has no kick apparently is a hell of a lot harder to hit something yeah. than anything because obvious unless you're Han Solo or Chewbacca. Yeah. Apparently they're the only sharpshooters on in the in the, in the universe, galaxy. Yeah, yeah, in the galaxy. Exactly. <laughs> uh but no, I 
again, I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and be all negative about it. No, I did enjoy watching it with my family, and you know, I looked forward to it every week. I just overall, I can't give it an A. No, that's it. And honestly, it's a very, it's a very low B for me. That's I fair. Mean, I, 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 it would definitely be a B minus. Low B one, Kenobi. Yeah, low B. Real low B. Is that his uncle? Low B. Real low B. Low B one. Uh, some stuff I did like. Um, all the flashbacky stuff was good. It was um, pretty good. I liked seeing that. But it, then there you go it again. It felt a little stiff, though. But you go again with, well, and, and not to say anything with Hayden Christensen, because I honestly think he was better sometimes in this in, than some of the scenes that he was in in the prequels. I, I still have my theory about why he is the way he is in the prequels. But, but you know, to, going back again to production value, you had a three-minute scene and you couldn't have de-aged him. I thought he was. I thought for, it was okay. That didn't bug me so much. I'm okay with it. I, I see what you mean. Um, I mean, there's there's some things that pull me out of, you know, that reality. Sure. If you want to nitpick, sure, I I'll agree well, with you. And, but and I really didn't care. A, this is a really little thing, but it really pulled me out in episode five, where Leia wants to go into the shaft. Get me a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a ladder. You didn't like that. I thought it was funny. It was very it was Leia. Stu- you know, I mean, that was that's kind of been the one thing. I her mean, whole thing is like into the garbage chute, Flyboy. Like her whole thing is like she's commanding people already. She's ten. Well, no, 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 no. Not even her. The latter part. Oh. I mean, it just having these modern, you know, our terms. Oh, the the fact that there that, was that it's a ladder, a ladder, a wooden ladder. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not it, a space lift. It's not a. Well, I mean, it could have been you know a height height spanner. You know, I mean... Anything, And yeah. that was the thing with George Lucas when he was, you know, fully in charge of this. He would have said, oh, you can't call it a ladder. Get me a lift. Get, yeah. me, a, get me a turbo lift. Or, or, or whatever or you call it. Or a high spanner. Yeah. Or, whatever you, you know, whatever it, yeah. you want to call it. You know, that's the kind of thing, like, being a fan for so long, you expect those little details. Get this princess an extension platform. Yeah. I mean, right there. <laughs> you, you did better riding in five seconds than... Yeah. The Obi Wan crew did for it, it you know. makes you wonder, and there are lots of little things like that in the show. But uh, again, I'm not going to try and nitpick every little thing. No, but those things do add up, and you can't ignore them. No, and you, and like I said, and unfortunately they've added up. They're, quite a, they're hard to ignore. They're anyway. hard to ignore. But um, I would say one of my favorite parts, which it, and it's little bits from the final fight. I love the way his helmet ends up with with it split open. But I love looks the fact awesome. that they combined Hayden Christensen's voice and James Earl Jones. That was the coolest that thing they did in the whole show. Favorite part of the whole show. And right what there. it does is kind of add fuel to my fire of my theory. It's not a theory, but people always say, "Well, why does Anakin talk like that in the prequels?" And it's like because he has to end up as James Earl Jones. Yeah, that his his mannerisms and his speech like need to be that. Or else it won't make any sense when he becomes Darth Vader. Right. So when you finally get to see this scene where it's both their voices, I was loving that. I have to admit. That, that was, was my favorite. Like the coolest thing in the whole thing. show probably. Yeah. So I admit I admit that that was excellent and I think it was a really good choice. Right. Agree with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And, that's, and then one other little thing, and I know this has gone on for the whole entire Star Wars thing. What's the deal with rocks? And they looked bad. <laughs> That's what I mean. They you looked know, horrible. You went from, you know, 
the little rock scenes before previously and like the, you know in in, in new hope and ray then, lifts then, some rocks ray ray lives all em- those Empire rocks strikes back the, luke lifts some rocks but those yeah. were real rocks yeah or they at least they weren't cg no you know? they yeah. were probably styrofoam or something but you know they're not uh just <laughs> obvious cg you're right oh yeah they looked bad well, that's what I said that that was that was the one biggest thing is like and and in theory I mean that would have been a good if you look at it from far away it looks really cool yeah. but if you get too close to it some of those details don't hold up no just and that was my keep your microphone that, that was another one of my, my big thing it's microphone like, yeah. micro what's the thing called it's a scope yeah. microscope <laughs> put your microscope away and then well, you know, and I, I've railed about this, I don't know how many times in Batman versus Superman that, you know. You mean BMVSM? BM, whatever. Um, Zack Snyder's. Yeah, I really don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> anyway. Neither you know, do I. You screw up one line, you know, one monologue, probably one of the greatest comic book monologues of all time mm-hmm. in that. And missed opportunity. And in this one. How much of a missed opportunity was it when Obi-Wan is in the hole and Vader's up on top? I was glad he didn't say it. Nope, because I was expecting to hear it. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear that right now. Uh, although, I mean, uh, just but think of it this way. If they probably he, recorded it and didn't Because he it. goes, well, you know, something like in, in regards to, well, Obi-Wan... I have the higher ground now. Yes. And then just takes and caves I understand, everything on top I understand of why you would say it, but I don't think it, I'm glad it's not in there. Yeah. Because you can't call back every line of dialogue that everyone has ever had. You know what I mean? No, but I mean. It would bug me. I think it would such... bug me more if it were in there than uh, it not being in there. Because I agree with you. I did think, oh, he's going to say it, isn't he? But he didn't say it. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of glad he didn't say it. But that's just me. That's just my opinion. But I, I, I just think it's a missed opportunity because it could have been done well. I think. I did. Just, also, I, this is totally random. Once he gets him in there and buries him in there, Vader just turns around and starts walking away. I know. And I go out loud, and I'm you know I'm trained with the Mystery Science Theater. Right. I, I go, now, where did I park? <laughs> <laughs> and my family bursts out laughing. Because uh, he's just wandering around. <laughs> Excuse me, where is I'm row waiting, F? Waiting for him to hear that. Yeah. Have you seen a Lambda class shuttle anywhere? Right. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and this is, I, I know we're kind of jumping around, guys, between five and six, but one thing is, how pissed off do you think Qui Gon Jen is that he died? Getting sabered in the the same in, way is the yeah. exact same way that freaking Revan did twice and and the uh, and Grand Inquisitor. Inquisitor. It's like very survivable, apparently. I can imagine him as a Force going, going motherfucker. Uh, are you yeah, are you serious? <laughs> Honestly, Obi Wan, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better line at the end. <laughs> oh. I mean, you know, if it if I was Qui Gon Jen right at that moment, I'd have been like popped up, <laughs> force goes, "You son of a bitch! <laughs> Are you kidding me?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. Well, I think the moral of the story is we we had an okay time with Obi Wan, but we're disappointed. 
Uh, and it's like I said, it it is a series of missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. I really think so. I, I I think they should have delved into personally. I understand the whole layoff world and this and that. I think they focused a little too much on her. I think it should have literally focused on Obi Wan a little bit more. Um. Well, there there is the opportunity for another season. Well, they, I mean, they've said, and I'd like to see because he does seem now to be sort of back to his old self. And, and that was that was my biggest thing. It's like, how do you go from? And really, in all honesty, even these last two episodes, other than the fact that he realizes that you know, Obi Wan or uh, Anakin is you know, quote unquote, dead. Yep. Which we know is it's, obviously them trying to rewrite why he yeah, said what he said to Luke. I, I know. Yeah. But it just, there's no, there was no real conclusion of how he got from, you know, sad, meat cutting, PTSD yeah. to that. Oh, all of a sudden, In that one all of a sudden moment. Vader's saying, oh, you're, I see your strength has returned or yeah. whatever he says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, there's I, not much of an explanation as to why that is. Right, it's a little weak. Uh, there, the, I, I think maybe you're supposed to infer that the this the scene when he's giving that speech on the ship is sort of him realizing what he has to do and sort of what his place really is and kind of remembering that he's a Jedi and blah blah blah. Well, but I, it's it's, yeah. it's not strong enough to, no, to really not. support my theory. It's just a theory. I, I don't know. It could be anything. Well, and I really think and and. I think this kind of does it a disservice. The way they wrote this story, there's no, there's no real gravity to it. Because, because we you know, know where it ends. Yeah, we we know where you know where it ends. I think honestly, a better story would have been yes, Vader is looking for you know Obi Wan kind of in the midst of this, and honestly, other than kind of a Thanos aspect. You shouldn't see him until the last episode, really. That's what I thought we were going to get. But, I personally, a better story would have been some of those remaining Jedi. Vader hunting Jedi as a show would be cool. Well, yeah, that would be cool. But no, hunting that one of them finds out about Luke, like Reva, Mm -hmm. you know, has about the kids, and maybe she's not an Inquisitor, but she's a Jedi. Right. And these Jedi are, because of the fact that we need to stop this line, these yeah. are Vayner's kids, they, they'll turn out like him. Well, let me ask you a question. I think that would put, even though we know like where it kind of ends up, that would put more gravity on it because Obi-Wan would have to make that decision. Am I protecting these children that I swore to? Yeah. Or am I going against my fellow Jedi? Right, I see what you mean. I yeah. think that would have put more gravity in, into this show. It's an interesting idea, yeah, for sure. You could explore that and maybe come up with something better. That's But yeah. my question is, since we don't know... we Do we know the exact moment that Anakin finds out that he has children? Do we even know that? No. I think it's in the books at some point. But I don't think it's canon anymore. No. So it's like, does he know now? Is like because you could have a show where it's him searching for Luke, him searching for the kids. 
Yeah. Or that could be a plot point. You know what I'm saying? Because we right. really don't have the answer to that. Right. All we really get is on Cloud City, I'm your father. Yeah. You know, and that's and it's an interesting thing that we could play with. We don't have to. We can or, leave it alone. You know what could really be could have really done something at the end and would explain the dialogue between Vader and Obi Wan on um the Death Star in New Hope. If Vader found out about Luke and basically you know, because that there is that we all know that little bit of Anakin is still in there. Yeah. Be like, Obi-Wan, if you leave this planet, I will hunt you down and kill everyone that you know or have ever known. But you have to stay here for him because I will be back. Right. I mean, that would yeah. put... That would tie all that to, you know... Right, so Vader doing a discreet act of good. Kind of, yeah. Interesting. Because maybe thinking in the back of his, you know, partially in the front of his mind, well, one day I will turn him, right? you know, as but I will it. become the supreme leader and he will be my, you know, my my apprentice, yep. you know, or, and, but still in the back of his mind being like, I had a son, you know. It's also dumb that they still call him Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's like I mean, so dumb obvious, if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, we could talk about this all night, yeah. you know, but uh, I think the the moral of the story again is that there's some opportunities here and maybe a season two could fix some of this stuff, but you know, I, I'm well, fine with I mean, it, but I don't We don't it. know what happened. Like I said, this show should have been called, you know, the, the adventures of young Leia and the redemption of Reva. I mean, which, yeah, we knew the redemption story was coming. I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do with Reva. Um, I'd like to see her do something else. Maybe she'll show up in well Star Wars uh, Jedi too. Maybe I think I think the actress could have. I think they could have. It was more written the way the character was written than the actress portraying it. Because one, she seemed so out of sort with all the other Imperials and all the whether she was a youngling or not. I mean, they all have that kind of you know Royal Navy Imperial, British yeah. accent. They all have this mostly like. Well, I mean, the Grand Inquisitor does say we found you in the gutter. But I mean, mean? but how long has she been there? You know, you're talking. Yeah, we need to know more about her. So, you know, it's like I'd like to see more from that character, but I'm not like dying for it. No, Uh, I'd rather see what she does next. That would be interesting if we can tie it into some things because she does have that information. Well, they need, they Maybe need she'll to. tell Vader. Maybe in the season two, she she goes well, that's back the to thing. fight. They need to really, really go back and and honestly rewrite the way they wrote her because I I think they. Well, I think did. she's more interesting now. By the end of it, she's more interesting. But the, but it know. was predictable. I mean, it oh, really was. We called we called it from episode one. I know, I yeah. know. Now, a couple of characters that were in this that I really liked and I wish we would get a little bit more. We may on a couple of them, but um, flee. <laughs> no, no, he's good. Been dead. Uh, Roken, which is uh, Ice Cube's son. I r- really liked him. Oh yes, he's the captain, and he's yeah. he's uh, ferrying people in this ship. Yeah, Ab- absolutely great. I-, yep. I wish we had more of him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was good on. I mean, he's he's a good actor. I mean, yeah. But you know, he was good on, as that character on the screen, and you believed. Him as that character. It's funny. I didn't know he was Ice Cube's son, but now that you say it, it's like, oh, yeah, he oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, Shane Jackson Jr. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah he was great. And then uh, I think Tala was a wasted character. She could have been so much more. Mm. There's not much for her to do, is there? I mean, 
there wasn't, and then they killed her off. Right. Yeah. That's what you I mean. Know. There, there wasn't much. Uh, she was fine. I think. I mean, I think she was one of the more interesting characters. But then she's dead. So. Well, that's you know. what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> there it is. She could. She could have. They could have not killed her. I think her death was a waste. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, because let's be honest. You know, Leia didn't really grieve her to being dead. Hmm. You know, and they played that, you know, because he gave her the the holster and stuff. Yeah. It's like you would have thought she would have had a little more, you know, emotional attachment to also, her. Also, you know, uh, you, you're supposed to throw thermal detonators. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of the whole <laughs> plan. A little, yeah. a little toss. You yeah. might have lived. Yeah. But whatever. And then, oh, uh, uh, well, what's his, uh, he played uh, Haja. He was the, the con artist. Oh, 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 oh. Um, that's, um. Starts with a K. Kumail Nanjiani. Yes. He's so good. Yeah. I like him in everything I've seen him in. He's in a movie called The Big Sick. Mm. That was a great movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. He's in Hell Baby that I love. He's so funny in Hell Baby. Yeah. He's in Eternals, and I like his character in Eternals. He he was actually maybe the best character in Eternals. Yeah, Yeah, he was Uh, the best one in Eternals. So, no, I'm a big fan of Kumail. Um, He's actually been in a lot of podcasts that I've I've loved over the years. So, he's kind of in that crowd of comedians I like. So, he's great. More, more Kumail I, I, in every aspect, please. I mean, could you imagine like all three of those characters being in the in their own series? They could have their own show, to shuttle like Rebels. Rebel. Yeah. I mean, they could just be be folded into the Rebels crew. Yeah, absolutely, they should be. But I well, mean, I mean, maybe he will be. We'll That'd see. be fun. But I, I really thought there, there were some several missed opportunities that they could have gone off from. Yep. Whether they will or not is, you know, yet to be seen. I mean, everything that's slated that they're talking about doing has nothing to do with Obi-Wan or any of these characters. Sure. Well, I guess we'll see. So. Yeah. But was it, I, was it awful? No. Did I like it? It was okay. Yes. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, Was it probably the worst Star Wars show that was on? I would rate it the lowest, unfortunately. I, 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 I don't mean, like to say that, but I would. Yeah. I would rate it lower than... than uh, and, that, and that really hurts me even to say Boba, that. Because, we because were a little disappointed I wanted in Boba. so much yeah. because of, you know, Ewan McGregor being that, you know... Yeah, exactly. It just felt like a like a definite hit. There was no way it wasn't going to be the best. And I think they honestly, between the directing and the writing and even the visuals of it, they really did him a disservice. Not just the character, but Ewan McGregor as the actor as well. Hmm. I think he had some times to shine there. He did have some great moments. I, I don't want to... I'm Again, I, we're being so negative, but again, I, I want it to be clear that I did not hate it. No. I thought it was perfectly watchable. I just didn't love every. It's not going to be very rewatchable. I don't know. I'll find out I mean, when I try to rewatch it, yeah. like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think yeah. I've said everything I need to say. Yeah, about me Obi-Wan too. Kenobi. I think I'm. I've beaten this dead uh, tauntaun. I mean, let's let's. You slice this bad boy open and, yeah. and got some spilled Luke, out of this. Luke's thing, inside. So, yeah. We're good. Now I I I do have higher hopes for Mando three and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Since John and Dave are have got their grubby little hands in it, sure. Um, I honestly in the in the shows that are coming out because I like Jude Law, the new show with him in it, I'll be kind of interested. Interested to see what exactly see what it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I have honestly no desire for Knights of the Old Republic. 
I'm not that into that era of the universe of the stories. I mean, I just I I really am not. I've they're fine, but like I don't need to see Revan. I don't really care. I don't I don't know. It's fine. Maybe this will make me care, but I just never really have. Yeah. This is one of those things. And for the fact that this is like Kathleen Kennedy's baby, I'm really not looking forward to it. You know, I I, I tell you what I do like about it is that the opportunity for it to be completely new. It'll have Yoda and maybe like Sifo-Dyas or something. You know what I mean? Like that that's about it, right? And you're not even really going to see a ton of Yoda. I don't know that. Yeah, know I that mean, I don't. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, I like the. My point is that I, I, the opportunity for it to be new stuff. Because I, I mean, honestly, is fun. Let's, let's be honest. In Knights of the Republic, Yoda is like Grogu at that point. Really? Um, well, it maybe just, just a little bit older. No, I think that's. It depends on which era you're looking at. But it's like some of it's like 200 years before. So Yoda. I'm not sure where I, I haven't really. Like I said, I've never been a. A huge, other than playing the games. Yeah, KOTOR. You know. It's, I like the first one a lot. Yeah. The second one's an unfinished uh, thing, yeah. but whatever. Uh, <laughs> the point is, I'm ready for new stuff, even though it's old. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Some of these some of these things, you could have veered off with these new side characters. That's yeah. been, that is the one great thing about the Star Wars universe. I mean... In three movies, Boba Fett had a grand total of four minutes. And like three lines of dialogue. And th- Yeah, like three or four lines of dialogue. But Captain Solo in the cargo hold. He's no good to me dead. Right. As you wish. Yeah. Is that it? No, that he's no good to me dead is Vader's. No. And that- Boba says it too. He's no good to me dead. Oh, that's right. That's like one of his lines. Oh, that's no bla- no no disintegration. No disintegrations. Yeah, and he says, it, as it. you wish. Yeah, as you wish. Okay. Come on. So, now. yeah, three lines. Those are the only three I can remember. And, so. I mean, how, how much between, before we even got the Boba Fett show, yeah. how much did we have of Boba Fett? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, you, you, you know, there are the creative people out there that can do these kind of things with these side characters that make them extremely, extremely interesting. I think. Look at Dengar. Look at. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, look at, I'll look at Dengar anytime <laughs> you want. Uh, no, okay, I, that's kind of creepy. No, but, come yeah. on, he looks great. Uh, I, th- I think what you're going to see with these shows as they progress is that they are all going to be of varying degrees of success and quality, and it's going to mirror almost a, to a T the actual expanded universe. Some of it's going to really work, and yeah. some of it's going to fall flat, and that's just the way it is. Well, I think I think they need to go back and get some older, more experienced writers. With some of these products, especially with something as much of a legacy as Star Wars. How do you call Star Wars a product? Well, for Disney, it is a product. <laughs> um, but I mean, you need to get some of these back and some of these old writers that have have had their hands in the Star Wars universe, not mm. a lot of these new new writers, and you know. Plus, there's so much tried and true expanding universe stuff that you can just steal from. Exactly. Why are we messing around? I mean, we're getting Rebels mm-hmm. as a live action. Yeah. That'll be cool. You know, in, in Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that's fairly new. But and that's, Andor. But that's from Dave Floney, who is diehard. You know, it seems like some of these people are not fans of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They, they want to be associated with the franchise, but it's not. they're not fans of the franchise. Yeah. And I think, you know, George Lucas started with a love of these creations mm-hmm. you know you get a lot of these newer people that don't really know 
you know, Leone don't really, you know, have not. So you're talking really about the source material. The source material. Yeah. You know, and, I don't want and, it all and to just be filmmaking in general. Hmm. You know, I, I think there's a lot of modern day filmmakers and writers that really don't go back far enough to really see where we got these like totally sustainable you know you don't have to do all this modern stuff to have beloved characters even bring into modern times you know what i'm saying hmm. yeah but that's... i mean i'm not explaining it correctly 100 percent. i think i see what you mean but i think the bottom line is like you know they're gonna make something modern because that's what it is and it's disney that's just what it is. You're not going to have George Lucas being in control and no one telling well, no, him no. And, and I'm not asking that. But 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 I, but I think f- for better or for worse, like that vision, that style, at least where George is concerned, it does work. One person is in control, and very little people say no to him. Yeah. So that like that would be my complaint about the prequels, but that's also what makes them unique. Yeah. And I do embrace the prequels as much as I complain about them. I do embrace them. Oh, I do embrace the sequels as well to a different degree, a different degree. Um, but they're not the same. It's not the vision of one person. Well, you know. and, and that's that. the thing is, is I will give you the first one I've grown a little more fond of, of the prequel or the sequels. Force Awakens? No, of the sequels. Yeah, the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a little more on that one. I think it's the most balanced and good. Other than the fact that of the killing of Han. Yeah, that's just tough. But that was supposed to happen in either Empire or Return of the Jedi. But so. that one moment you could have given to have all three reunited. We yes, no, I agree. It's so stupid. If you wanted to do that in the second one, I agree. I I would have been okay. That that should have been. I mean, saved. not just you know, nope, not that I've, we want to I see him agree. go, but I think it would have been okay. You did all three of those character characters a disservice mm-hmm. of not having because then. Now you're totally separate of the original trilogy characters and the new ones. There's no real, real connection. Sure. I don't, I mean, you had a connection between Ray and Han. Yeah, I like that. You should have built that it into the second farther. one. Yeah, I agree. You know, and then really there wasn't a huge connection other than a couple little snippets between Ray and Leia. Mm-hmm. You know? And I mean, we can't go down this road. This is going to take their whole night. We have to stop. We have to stop this. I I, I see what you mean, though. But I mean, I, I that's think what this, I'm saying. I, I you have to you have to look behind you to be able to successfully move forward. And I think the bigger the bigger point here is to just to go back what you said originally, and it's just opportunity. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity here, and so let's. I hope they make the best of it. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's the most I can say about it. So that's really it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Are we? Are we? Have we exercised the Star Wars a little bit? We haven't we exercised good? the demons totally, but right. yeah. No, but I mean, but we're. I I I'm, okay. I'm at a low boil in now. Okay. I'm All right. Not, we're simmering. Not, we're not, simmering. I'm not flipping the lid off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, to wrap up today. Yes. We thought it would be fun. Last week or two weeks ago, you asked me, "What would my song be? My Stranger Things style, Bring Back Max." Yeah. Um. At, to, to coin to, to use that phrase that uh, again bones from five day yep, rentals yep. he called it his bring back bones uh playlist <laughs> um such a clever thing to say and so i'm gonna steal that from him and say it's the bring back max which bones by the way i love that list almost every single song on that list i would have picked yep so 
what we wanted to do was to give our top three uh, Bring Back Max songs <coughs> as Chris dies. Yeah. So uh, I thought it would be fun if we uh, just maybe would we have top three Bring Back Max songs. You play yours and then I'll play mine. Um, I brought a speaker we can connect yeah. to, so go ahead and get connected to that. Well, and, and uh, I also, because my daughter gave me this question from the last one. Oh, you're just going to read her list? Well, no, I've got her list in here, Oh, too. okay. So, we'll play mine, play yours, and then I'll play hers. Well, you do all yours first just because of the, the connection here. <coughs> okay. So, this is in no particular order of the three. Okay. Because it really could have been any one of these three. So, but I'm going to start with this one. And I even mentioned... This is yours or your daughter's? This is mine. Okay. I'll do, I'll do Isabella's next. Okay. So, all right. This is the first one. I knew this would be on here. I feel like I knew this would be on here. It had to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Although I thought maybe it would be the Metallica version. I like the Metallica version, but seeing this one is still better. That's the in, one. In my opinion. Okay. So, too many years of being on the road, like, early on and traveling back and forth, and it just brings so many memories and sure. so much. Fair enough. All right. That's that's the whole point here. Okay. Here's the other one. Okay. So, there's Metallica, right? Yeah. It's either Metallica or ACDC, but it's I think Metallica. it's... A, I think it's, it's Metallica. Yeah, I, yep. Sean will get this yep. right away. Yep. Seek and Destroy... Nope. No, wait. For whom the bell tolls, of yep. course. Why am I saying seek and destroy? Uh, yeah, for whom the bell tolls, of course. For whom the bell tolls. For whom the bell tolls. So yeah, that's that's definitely. And do you want do you want to talk about it? Like why that song in particular? You know what? This is high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is. This, I mean, this song came out before I was. I was junior high school when Ride the Lightning came out. I think. So it was, what. This was after Master of Puppets, so it was 88? Mm, I was going to say 7, but you might be right. I, I can't remember. It's around there, yeah. So I was just in, I was right between junior high and high school when mm-hmm. this came out. And, and Sean will attest to, you know, us, I mean, Metallica was like the playlist. Sure. On all, and just all the shit that we did. And, you know, I've, I've talked about some of the crap that we pulled. Yeah, this, know, so this this tape van, would be in the your skateboarding. Yes, and the van story. This and, would be you know, in your tape player in your car. The, oh yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Driving to the hospital, trying to get Sean stitches. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this one, um, this one is really personal. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into why it's personal. Okay, you don't have to. This one is probably one of them too. So. I wonder if I know it. You probably will. It's from like a very super. It's ringing a bell, but I. I know the song. You do know that. I know you will. I'm trying not to play it too long so we don't have to... Oh, yeah. As long as we talk over it, yeah, I think we're okay. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Um, 
Just in general, it's just, this is just one of your. It, no, it ha- it it does kind of have. I mean, one because of where it comes from. I have such a strong connection to. Mm. Okay. But also, kind of, I would say the last time I really played this song, it was something real. Fair enough. I so. understand. Yes, we all have those. Yeah. 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 Well, it's tough, but it's beautiful, and it's like that's the whole point. And this would put these in your ears, yeah. and you'd be coming back. Yeah, Vecna would get his little hands off of you, <laughs> and you'd be punching him in the face. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Do you know what this is from? Is it from a movie? Is it? I cannot believe you cannot remember I don't remember. This. Is it... Uh, <laughs> is it a Mel Gibson movie? No. Uh, I don't know. What is it? I feel stupid. It's not Gladiator. No, I already said Russell Crowe. No. I'm thinking Gladiator yeah, or I'm like... Thinking, uh, that, was, that was probably my fourth one. Hmm. What the hell is this? I know the song. The name of the song, see if you guess it. it, Well, the name of the song is called Into the West. I don't know what movie it is. What movie at the very end of the movies? What? Go on. Did they travel on ships? The Lord of the Rings? Is it really? It's the end of a return of the Because I. Is it? It's in the movie, but it's like not. It's at the very end. But it doesn't doesn't have vocal, does it? Yeah. Does it? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's mixed way down or something. It, it it's because remember when they go and the music is plays for a long old time, ass Bilbo. Uh, when they go, you know, into the sunset. I feel like an idiot when the because credits start coming up. Yeah. It's but I mean, vocal. let's let's be honest. For me, I'm well, not just for me, but like that's a long movie. I I, I don't know how many times I've actually finished Return of the King. I mean, I've many times, but like I don't know. Maybe that one didn't because because the one the Lord of the Rings piece that I always think of is um, May it be. Oh, I believe that's Enya. Mm-hmm. That's the one that when I hear that's like and it affects me in yeah. a similar way actually. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So no, I I can't believe I didn't put that together. But, yeah. Yeah, but I, but Lord of the Rings is probably the best in the three movies. You think Return of the King or Return of the King? Yeah, I gotta I mean, disagree. Oh no, hard disagree. Uh, uh, no, it's the, there's towers and there's two of them, the my two friend. Towers. That's the best for sure. We, this would be another hour and a half to. We could we could talk <laughs> no, and I feel dumb for not knowing that one. Oh, but it's uh, right, it's you know, right. yeah. uh, again, that's like long into a three hour movie, and I always watch the extended one anyway. Right. But, uh no I I got no excuse I should have known that one. Hey I I went through a marathon of Lord and, of the Rings movies before and it crossed my mind that yeah. it might be Lord of the Rings but I'm thinking I'm thinking of you yeah. in particular and I'm like well it's probably like Mel Gibson it's like probably like uh um I'm thinking like something from Braveheart oh, it's like Braveheart or or like Gladiator, uh, Gladiator or something no, no, yeah. the the end song from Gladiator is probably my fourth one yeah I can see that so, yeah, absolutely all right now. When, and those are those are the three. I you know we all can probably have so so many memories attached to certain songs for sure. You know we'd have you know five bones lists put together. Oh for sure. You know. Yeah, I uh, could have gone many directions with mine. Oh, I know. But I I just I had to go with the ones that were. I had to go with my gut, and yeah. the, the first ones I thought of were the ones I went with. Yeah. 
my answers could be completely d- different in, in a week from now. Right. But that's these are the, the ones that I did. Where, you know. I kind of went. I, I wrote down and scratched this list. I don't know how many times. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I thought about it way less. I just I I, I didn't. But um, okay. Now, like I said, Isabella was the one that came up with this question yeah, when we watched we have this. to honor so, her in this. I have to honor her in this. These are, you know, because I asked her, I said, what would three be? Now, I told you two are from the same group. Yes. <coughs> which you guessed right away. Yes. Now, the third one will throw you off. Okay. Okay? Hit me with them. I mean, you'll know it, but it'll throw you off. Okay, this is the first one. I don't think I know the song. I mean, it's got to be Greta Van Fleet, right? It I is. Mean, it is. It's so much like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I get it though. Yep, I get it. This one's called the Age of Man. The Age or of Man. Age of Man. Yeah. Now this one I really like, and this is this yet again is another Grand Van Fleet, and we both this is probably one of our favorite. Mm-hmm. I've heard this song, I believe. I think you you probably have. Yep. so well produced it's very well produced mm. pretty similar to the last song but I get it again bit, yeah. I get it I totally get it some of them start kind of in the same but they mm. veer off yes city lights Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Ba ba wow. Yeah. Yeah, it starts to grow, starts to build. Yeah. Yeah. I get this. I can see why that would be on someone's list. Yep. Yeah, I get it. So that's the second one. Again, I I do. I understand completely why that would be on a list. Okay. Now this one is going to throw me off. Is it? It is. Okay. And... That doesn't throw me off. From her, from like... Well, maybe, yeah. Because of her age, <laughs> yeah. maybe. This is a great choice. I know. I'm, I'm just saying who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Not no. the song itself, but... Uh, everybody wants to rule the world, Chris. <laughs> uh, 
No, yeah, this is a great choice. I, I would not have picked this. Yeah. If you gave me a hundred songs to to guess. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed this song. But I, I'm so glad that it is this. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay, there we go. Okay. Now, my list, I don't think it's going to surprise anyone. Right. But, I, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so these are the first songs that I thought of. Uh, so, I'm just going to go. I will put these in an order. The, mine are in order. Okay. Um, I have something recent. I have something from uh, my college days, mm-hmm. and I have something from my childhood. Okay. Uh, this first one is something that would almost fit into Stranger Things. Okay. It is in the genre of synthwave, mm-hmm. and it's by a band called Gunship. I've heard the or, name. Which I've probably made you listen to yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um. This features... Uh, I think we listened to this at the video store one night when we were doing I know we story. did. I know we did. Um, oh, yeah. If there's saxophone. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yes. It has uh, Tim Capello from... Remember Lost Boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the crazy saxophone guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's him. Sax that's him on the sax here. Um, I'll skip ahead just a little bit. But I mean... I mean... This is, this is like an 80s... You know, Buddy Cop, Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. or 48 or For real? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's all about Lost Boys and vampires, so it's just like, yes, of course. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and the video is fun. It's like it's like all animated. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it has Blade, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> it has um, George Clooney from From Dust Till Dawn. It's all oh, animated. Really? And they're, they're all fighting vampires in the as, together as a team. <laughs> it's really cool. And it has oh. Kiefer's, Kiefer's Vampire yeah. from Lost Boys. Boys. Come on. So, that one had to be on there for me. That one, I, I definitely could see a song like that sounding, you know. It would almost right work in, in. Right in, in there with. Absolutely. Uh, now, Stranger the, Things. The next one would not fit in Stranger Things. No, I have this but, feeling. But it would fit into my, absolutely, it would be something that would rouse rouse right. me from a, okay. maybe maybe even from a coma. <laughs> uh, maybe anyone from a coma yeah, okay. once you hear this. Yeah. Um, this is one of those songs where. The first time I heard it affected me like you wouldn't believe. And I've it's never lost its magic, right? Yeah. And you're going to hear it, and it's going to sound one way, but the, it's a long song, and it's got a lot of different aspects to it. Right. The first time I heard the song, I was speeding towards Carlinville in the middle of a massive thunderstorm. There's lightning. There's thunder. I'm hanging out with my friends. We're going to get up to no good. You know, I'm, right. you know it's just it's going to be a good night. And we're all kind of goth. We're all kind of metal guys. And this album had literally come out this the same day. Okay. And we had picked it up. And this this is like the first time I heard it, right? And I, I, this song just, it just blew me away. Okay. So. Let's hear. It's called, well, I'll play it first. Okay. I mean, just that alone. <laughs> That's no you right there. Yeah. It's like an evil march. 
It's like a Metallica riff there. Yeah. I mean, again, just speeding down a dark road. Yeah. There's a crazy storm happening. You're with your dudes. <laughs> it's... There's nothing like it. Oh, come on. It's got piano? It's got atmosphere? It was a storm? Oh, it's got just like pent-up rage? Oh, man. This is so representative of the times for me. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Okay. But it goes back to that. Uh, there's a thing that it does. So, you know, you've you got your crazy growl vocals right. and stuff. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hang on. This is important that I do this. <laughs> the song is about to change a little bit. Okay. Dude. <laughs> Dude. And as a drummer, the drums are incredible. Yeah. And then this guitar solo that happens, it's like, I can only get so erect. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Get ready for this. Okay. Your face is going to melt. This solo is unbelievable and simple and effective. Oh, my God. This whole thing gives me, like, the feel of, like, racing in a car to, yes. to something either... Having to confront something very, very evil or yeah. taking out, you know. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that's or causing massive amounts of trouble. Yeah. That's three minutes into a like nine minute song. So and it goes other places. But right. I had to put that on the list like yeah. that. Just like the energy that I get from that song <laughs> is like mind blowing. Right. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. The last one is going to be no surprise to anyone, okay. and I'll, I'll play it now. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give any introduction. Okay. I'm just going to start it up and see how long it takes you to tell me what it is. Okay. And you should get it pretty quick. Uh, gee, let's see. From the Crow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that would be The Cure. Yep. You're damn right it is. <laughs> so good. Yeah. The beginning build-up, especially with that seagull noise in it. Yeah. I mean... And I know from, from like, panel to panel, I know this whole scene of this movie. Oh, yeah. It's just there's the vibe of this song. Yeah. This is... Filmed with the... I mean, just with the visual, the, the you know, the vibe of the song with the visual is, like... Yeah, you know, 100%. It snaps you right back. So, for people who don't know, it's Burned by the Crow. Yeah. And the last song was called... Um, by the cure. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, burned by the crow. Well, you'll find <laughs> yeah. it if you look up burn and crow. Yeah. Um, the last song was called Air Apparent by Opeth. And the first one was Dark All Day by Gunship, if you wanted to know. Um, but yeah. And you know, it's funny with this song. I have made playlists before. I have evidence of this where I put this song on a playlist with Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. Yeah. There is a similarity there. 
somehow. I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, and it's not even really the rhythm or anything like that. It just the the whole tone of the song has something. A similar, there's yeah. something. There's some DNA there that's the same. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for me, those songs have always gone together Maybe anyway. It's her, her vocals and his vocals. There's something there. The, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. But yeah, come on. I mean, you get this awesome uh, yeah. chorus. Oh. He's running on rooftops. Yep. Oh, man. And then, you know, at the end of it, he stands over the edge of it and has a crow on his shoulder. Yes, he does. Yeah. So good. So we'll leave it there. Yeah. But that was really fun for me. That was fun. I, I took a long time on that Opeth yeah. song, but I had to. And we didn't, you know what? We we did put this question on the Discord. And I want to know what other people's answers are. Yes. If you have playlists, I, I'll take your playlist. If yeah. you have just single songs, I'll listen to your songs. I want them. I want to know what you guys have. Yeah. We're going to give you guys a couple of weeks on this because we want a lot. We, we yeah. want you guys to, to give them. Uh, you know, you, you said you were kind of surprised with the Tears for Fears thing. Yeah. You know, with Isabella. The, okay. She made a playlist and it's on my phone too. This is best music of all time. Okay. This is her playlist. Okay. Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Okay. Hotel California. Okay. Old Time Rock and Roll. Oh, yeah. Enter Sandman. Okay. Immigrant Song. Okay. Come Together. Yep. Highway to Hell. Okay. Welcome to the Jungle. Just turn on KC95. This is... <laughs> Cra- crazy Train. Oh, I'm going off the rails. Dream On by Aerosmith. Yeah, I don't like them. Sorry. <laughs> that song I like. And that's the one song out of, out of Aerosmith that I do you like. You think I'm an Aerosmith fan? Dream On. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Mm-hmm. Africa from Toto. Of course. Uh, Faithfully... Wheel in the Sky. Yep. Uh, Don't Stop Believing. Um, Warrior by Demi Lovato. Totally out there of the There you go. Field. Yeah, that's the one that doesn't <laughs> fit there. Uh, TNT from ACDC. Mm-hmm. Um, Might. Thunderstruck. Uh, whenever, Wherever, Shakira. <laughs> Footloose. I'm here for that. Footloose. Uh, Danger Zone. Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll, and Fuel. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. But when so, you say Fuel, do you mean the band Fuel? Metallica or the, Fuel. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the song, Give Me Fuel, Give Me yeah. Fire. Give Me Tapa Zapa Za. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great for list. a 16-year-old girl, that's a pretty damn good I'm into it. set yep. list. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. Send so, us yours. We yes. want to know what your Bring Back Max songs are. Right. Let us know. And you can tweet those at us at GeekSinks on Twitter. Yep. Um, nerdsgeeksinks at gmail.com you can put them in the Facebook group or most importantly just stick that in the discord yes there's a link in the description come join come join and get in there and tell us what you what would bring and we're gonna have that on the episode we've got a couple different threads on there put that one on the episode thread or as long as you add us yeah as long as you add us as long as we can see it but yeah definitely get those in there we want to see them yeah Um, because we'll talk about it next time yeah we will we'll definitely talk about it next time speaking of next time Unless you got anything else, we'll see them next time. I'm, we'll talk to them I'm, next time. I'm, yeah, I, Listeners. I'm uh, going to throw some clothes in a bag and get ready for my ass to be on the beach for a week. Get the hell out of here. I know, right? Yeah. Leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.